0: Everybody has that moment of like, can I really do this? Am I gonna really do this? And I do think there's this element of leaping often. And that was kind of starting name glow as well. Like, yeah, we'll just do a little side business. And I was like, oh, we need an office. Oh, We need people to work here with us. And so it was always sort of changing. So kind of being ready to leap is the, the thing you have to, you have to do the leap or then you're not gonna go to the next step. Some of the greatest companies
1: have been conceived because the founder needed to solve a problem and no one could help them. There must be a better way. This is one of those stories. Sas Goldberg, founder of Neon offering customized neon lighting, solved her own need, and now neon is everywhere. Coming up, you'll hear why staying positive and being naive may actually be a powerful combination to keep you ambitious and attentive. Why Sass believes she's successful. Why an important value of Neon Glow is to stay innovative. How Sass's career as an actor has played a role in preparing her for her entrepreneurial journey, juggling many things, including a career as an actor while growing a company, and figuring out the balance between passion, business, and family,
2: all as a new mother. This is the Entrepreneista Podcast. Presented by Socialfly. It's the best business meeting you'll ever have with must hear real life looks at how leading women in business are getting it done and what it takes to build and grow a successful company. It's beyond the gram with no filters, no limits, and plenty of surprises. Sass Goldberg,
1: thank yes. you so much for joining Thanks me. Thanks for today. having me.
2: I have to ask, yeah. I love your
0: name, Sass. Thank you. Is that your Original name. No, I can't take full credit for it. I was born Sari, S A R I, and about three months old, I was like a feisty baby. So they started calling me Sass, Sassy. And then my dad had a fast food chain, when chain is an aggressive word, he had a few stores um, <laughs> called Sassy Sliders, which was like a gourmetish white castle. So like mini veggie burgers, mini turkey burgers. And Sass really stuck. It was like Sass all the way through. High school, college, so I'm just sass. Did now. you legally
1: change your name? No,
0: I didn't legally change it. So like, Sa- sometimes I don't know who someone's referring to because I also married. So my married name is Simon. So it could be Sass Simon, Sari Simon, Sari Goldberg, Sass Goldberg. Like, there's thousands of names out there in the ether. That's so funny. So yeah. what name do you prefer? Sass Goldberg is I, what I. You know, I'm Sass Goldberg, <laughs> Sass Simon. Either one <laughs> depends on your mood that day. De- definitely not Sari. If I, someone said Sari, I wouldn't turn around. <laughs> so SaaS is definitely it. Um, so I'm loving
1: your company name, Glow. Me too. And it's so so unique. Are, do you
0: have any competitors? Um, no, not really who do what we exactly do. There's other people who make neon and LED neon, but I don't think anyone that necessarily does exactly what we do. I feel like the more the merrier. We do something kind of a very niche specific sort of thing. Yeah, I definitely need to get on your website Everyone and, needs and buy a neon. sign. It's so, so cool. So how did you get into it? Funny story. So, um, my nephew was born four and a half years ago. And I wanted to give him as a gift neon for his bedroom. In my mind, that was like kind of like a monumental gift and he'd be able to take it with him to his – when he gets older and like possibly to college. God knows that was going to happen but this is how I kind of right. sold it in my head. I Googled neon New York City thinking a thousand things would come up and it would be a really easy process and I was surprised to see that the websites that came up didn't feel really current and modern to me. And when I would call these websites, I always spoke to most – like I always spoke to somebody who – um Kind of was under the assumption that I knew about neon. So it would be like, oh, your GTO cable has to go in here. And I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Is it electric? Does it it have a battery? Like what is – is it a bulb? I didn't know anything. And I was really looking for someone to kind of guide me Mm -hmm, through the process. mm -hmm. All I knew is I wanted like a cute script. Uh, which apparently was not enough information for these people. And I had a friend from high school who was a visual artist, and she had neon in her home. And I said, do you think you could design this for me? I don't even know if this is a thing, but I'm calling places and I'm very confused by the questions. And she said, yes, uh, I could help you through And she kind of guided me through the process. And I remember when I picked it up, I was like, I'm telling you this is a business. This doesn't exist. Neon that's accessible and digestible and you know, kind of like for me, it was like neon for dummies. I'm to walk me through it. And so we launched uh, – she wrote me two weeks later and she said, do you want to do this with me? Um, I don't really know who would buy it and why they would buy it, but I could do it. And so we launched. That was like kind of the beginning of it. That was 2014 We officially launched in 2016. By officially, I mean we had a website and, like, (laughs) said, you know, an email blast to our friends. And it kind of has been gangbusters ever since. That's so
1: awesome. Um, So what was, I guess, the first step? I guess the first step was um, you
0: connected with your business partner. I connected with my – yeah, I didn't know at that time that she was going to be a business partner. But I connected with a friend, like a high school friend of a friend sort of scenario. We always had grown up with each other, um, but we weren't necessarily, like, in the – we weren't day-to-day at all. And we connected with one another. And then the first step was like creating our website. And I, what we really wanted to do is make th- this idea that it's it, it digestible is kind of the most important to me. So it's like, pick a font, pick a color, let us explain to you how this backing works. I think people just like me don't know much about neon other than it's really cool. But there's requirements that come with right, it. So we right. really want to make it understandable for you that like, okay, this is how it works. You're going to need an outlet. A battery is not an option. That's the idea. So when you kind of come with us, we walk you through the entire process and we care. Shortly. I love that. I love that. So for the first two years
1: um, before you officially had your website, what were you doing? How were you figuring out what to, what to do
0: next? We were kind of figuring out what – what the what the goal was. So was it just going to be text? Was it going to be images? How do we kind of make our mission statement clear to everybody? So we'd meet once a week, twice a week. The, the train hadn't really left the station. It was kind of in the yeah. very much yeah. incubation phase. And then once the website went live, someone started to forward to a friend and that friend would email us and it kind of it really snowballed from there and it became – what started off as a side hustle for both of us is very much no longer a side hustle. So you're focused on this business 100 percent. Yes. What were you doing before? Well, I'm still doing that. Okay. Um, I am an actor and a writer, which still exists, but I basically – I I remember there was a time that I was on a sh- in a show and during intermission, I would take out my computer and respond to all the clients. They had no idea that like I was sitting backstage on 45th Street writing them these emails. <laughs> but that's how it was working. So, are you on Broadway? Yeah, I was on Broadway at the time. Oh, what shows? It was called Significant Other. Okay. Um, it was a really great show. If any play fans out there, you should definitely read it. By an incredible playwright, Joshua Harmon, directed by an amazing director, Trip Coleman. Can you sing? I mean, can <laughs> I sing? Sure. Am I competitive in that way? No. There's a thousand singers that are – no. I can't sing. Let's answer that simply. I can hold a tune. So are you still acting now? Yeah. Where, what are you on? Where are you um, I'm to? on a new show called American Princess that premieres June 2nd on Lifetime. Everyone Ooh. tune in. Written by Jamie and created by Jamie Dembo. Produced by Jenji Cohen. It's amazing. Um, and there's always different things going on. I'm working on a TV show with Universal and another one with – producer at ABC signature. So it's always my it's I have like two different careers completely.
1: Yeah. I think you need one name for name Glow I know. I and do. then one, one is your Sa- stage Sa- name. Usually <laughs> name Glow Sass
0: Simon and my stage name is Sass Goldberg. Oh, that's so funny. Um so yeah, so how do you figure out how do you balance your days? I mean, I will be honest with you. I don't think anyone should look to me of how I balance my days (laughs) because I don't think I do it very well. I always feel like I'm – I operate like at a level nine of anxiety out of one through ten. But basically, I feel that there is not one minute to waste. So I wake up and I try to squeeze in as much as possible. I also have a one-year-old. So there's that element to it as well. But I would say I work pretty much – 18 hours of the day. Wow, wow. Yeah. So doesn't I, that sound fun everybody?
2: <laughs>
0: I could definitely oh relate. Uh, I don't like to waste time either. Yeah, when I feel like I see a lull, like, oh, there's a 30-minute – even here, we started this, let's say, at 9.30. Yes. I left so I could do 30 minutes of emails in the Starbucks next door. It's, like, not glamorous at all. It just kind of sounds glamorous when it's like, podcast, to work, to, <laughs> to an audition, but there's nothing glamorous about it.
1: How many people
0: or how many employees do you have at Name Glow now? We have – Full-time, there are five of us full-time on our team and then there's an additional, I would say, you know, between – anywhere between five and ten people that help us elsewhere. So whether that be installations or – you know, bending of our neons. We have uh, other teammates that b- work with us part-time. Bending we have of five. neons. I, know. I
1: have a lot of logistical questions for you yeah, uh, sure. later. Uh, so what are the roles of the five people on your team? So How do you decide
0: who uh, to hire first? I mean, it's so it's interesting. It started off with me and Lena, my partner, and then we realized we were having so many orders that were going out um, that needed to be uh, – there was a period of time that I would take like a huge – box. My, I'm. You can't see what I look like. Maybe I am five foot. I am not a tall lady and I don't have a lot of strength. And I was taking huge boxes to FedEx to have to send out. And it became like, okay, we need somebody to help with this sort of element. So we brought in somebody to help with production uh, in a part-time kind of capacity. And then it's now blossomed into full-time. And then sales, thankfully, you know, were coming in quite rapidly. There were a lot of inquiries happening. I think because people don't know much about Neon, they have no idea the price point. Mm-hmm. We were getting a lot of inquiries, not necessarily meaning those people would 100% go forward, but people were coming to us. And so we needed a way to deal with like the incoming uh, sales that were coming in. So we brought in um, somebody to help with sales. Uh, that was an next hire. And now we have someone who kind of manages our entire shop. And then we have our vendors and we have our installers. Those are the kind of people that are part-time.
1: How did you get your first clients in the, in the early
0: days? I know you said a lot of word of mouth. It was all word of mouth. So somebody saw that I made it for my nephew and was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, let me get it for my fr- – I originally thought this was going to be something for people and their kids. Like someone was going to get neon for kids' nurseries because mm-hmm. that's how I was thinking of it. Yes. That is a very small I'm seeing them in a lot of restaurants too. They're huge in restaurants. They're huge in matcha places. I don't know. You know <laughs> th- those ca- coffee shops, things like that. So now we have a ton of businesses that we work with mm-hmm. and we find that our clients keep on coming back. So for instance, it, we do a lot of weddings. So let's say we do your wedding. Uh, maybe a few years later, you want to have one for a nursery and now mm-hmm. we're doing a nursery. And then your company wants one for their office and now we're doing your office. So a lot of people stay with – it's not kind of a one-time experience because we really get to know these people, which sounds crazy. But we know we're like, oh, it's Alicia's wedding this weekend. I wonder how it's going. And like, we're checking in, we're following up, we're seeing the photos afterwards. We're very much invested in our clients.
1: I love that. I love that. And then uh, would you say that this is an
0: Instagrammable product? Yes. I mean, we get a lot of like, we want an Instagrammable moment. Um, You know, it's interesting. We never know how long Instagram is going to be around for. But this is certainly a social product. People want to take photos in front of it. People want that wow moment. And we really kind of aim to light up people's lives. We want to be your hookup, L- literally <laughs> in the wall and figuratively. Has social media played a role in growing the company? I mean, it's played the entire role in growing the company, I would say. And we don't have like some massive social following, but... uh Mo- a lot of people find us on social media or Google us and then look on social media and you could tell that we have like a actual presence there and a point of view. And so I feel like that's how people kind of come to us or inquire within. Do you have
1: anyone right now
0: managing your your social media? So um, yes, we we someone helping with our social media. She's also on our full-time staff. She helps us with all of our – she's an incredible photographer. So she's able to take amazing photos and she – I'm kind of a dinosaur with social media. Um, <sighs> I'm – I'm. Thir- well, I could definitely help you. You can. <laughs> so I'm 33, and that's like you know young, but I also feel like I it has surpassed my skill level. Like once I see somebody doing an Instagram story and are zooming in and have all these things, I'm like, how did I? I it will take me 40 minutes to figure out how to put a geotag on an Instagram story. <laughs> so she has certainly helped kind of um, manage our Instagram schedule and our social posts of like how it goes out and stuff like that. But it's always changing because clients mm-hmm. come out of nowhere and we're like, oh, this is great. We have to talk about this now.
1: So, what would you say has been the biggest challenge of yours from a marketing perspective?
0: Huh. I would say the biggest challenge is because we are a we're a small but mighty team, but because we're small, it's wearing a thousand hats. So it's kind of figuring out each day what is the priority. Is this the priority? Is that the priority? Because the priorities are always changing. We might start mm-hmm, off in the mm-hmm. week being like, okay, this is what we're looking to get done, and then out of nowhere, Volvo calls us and needs. 200 pieces. This is not really happening. I'm just giving an example. Well, maybe it'll happen now that yeah, you so put Volvo it into the universe. And so then, <laughs> you know, the kind of the focus gets shifted. So it's it's always mo- – you never – it feels like we're never just kind of at the computer typing away and like getting it done. There's always something changing, which is the exciting part about it as well.
1: Right. I think that's definitely what what keeps everything exciting because uh, if you did have those moments, it wouldn't – No. You'll, you'll definitely appreciate the moments where everything is chaotic. Exactly. <laughs> I do – I live – we live in the chaos. Um, And then going back to challenges, what would you say is the biggest challenge you faced in the first two years?
0: Um, I think the challenge was, is this a real thing? Like is anybody going to care about this? Because it's weird when you're kind of chipping away with somebody in like a dark room somewhere, but there's a feeling of like, oh, we're going to go public with this. And also because I am an actor-writer, when I sent out a newsletter that was like, hey – I'm doing neon now. Everyone was like, what is she talking about? So it was that kind of feeling of like, no, this is legitimate. This is real. Kind of battling that for a while. And how did you
1: decide uh, between you and your business partner who does what?
0: It was kind of very clear. We're very yin and yang. Um, she has a complete set of skills that I do not have. I feel like it's the uh, same with me. So we bo- our strengths and weaknesses really complement each other. That's great. Yeah. And then do you ever have any disagreements? Of course, yeah. I mean, disagreements makes it sound like we're like throwing yeah. – Plates somewhere. Let's not <laughs> that kind of scenario.
1: Um, Throwing we, signs at each <laughs> other. <laughs> yeah, we throw
0: glass across the room. No, but we definitely. We all have the same idea of how we want. We believe in the. We believe in what we do. So, like that's a great baseline. Yes. How we get there is a little bit different. She's much more cerebral than me. Um, I shoot from the hip a little bit yeah. more. So it we it's definitely it's, it's helpful when I want to shoot from the hip when she's like okay let's think about this I'm like oh you made a great point point. and then it's other helpful when there's like a timeline or yeah. where you have to make a decision quickly, I feel like I can do that. So it's helpful in that sort of way. Coming up, why name glow
1: may be unstoppable. And a Surprise. It's really fascinating that um, you started your career as an actor, Mm -hmm. and now you're juggling being an entrepreneur and an actress. How would you say your experience as an actor and a
0: writer influenced your your way of running your business? I think uh, it influenced it a ton. Um, When I was first starting out, I was waiting for a lot of phone calls to come to me, so somebody offering me a role or an audition. And it kind of felt a lot of waiting by the phone, which didn't feel like a very proactive sort of decision. Um, And when I started to start writing, I started writing with my writing partner, Jake Wilson. uh, And he approached me kind of with an idea of a film and we made this movie together, and because we were naive and didn't know how what really goes into making yeah. a film and how to raise money, we had didn't know any of these answers. But I think that out, actually helped us because we yes. were so positive about it. Like, oh, yeah, we'll raise the money, yeah. and yeah, we'll shoot it. And because we had that naivety, it really worked to our advantage. And we were just – we kind of were hot right out of the gate. And I think when – I felt creative in that sort of way, and when I felt creative, I felt less of that pick-me mentality mm-hmm. when I went into auditions, when mm-hmm. I went into places. I wanted to you know, get the role, but it was less desperation of, God, yes. I hope I get it, and I felt a little bit more comfortable in my skin, and I think that's the same thing with Name Glow. Uh, we believe that we have something special to offer. I think you can get signs – if you were looking for a neon sign – There are places to get it. You can Google. You'll see there's a lot of different manufacturers, vendors. That can happen. You're coming to us for a specific reason, which is to kind of walk you through the process and create, to really light up this moment with you. And so I think we kind of feel really comfortable in that decision. So if there's going to be somebody who's going to go somewhere else with an event because they need this logo to be made in that scenario, I totally get that. And we feel confident to be like, I get it. Well, you'll be back in another moment. So I think we really have gotten um, confident that we do something and we do that particular thing very well, which is to walk through somebody through the process and to really light up people's moments in their lives. I I love that. I
1: love that. You know, um, as entrepreneurs, uh, it's really important to uh, feel empowered to create your own destiny, essentially. Yeah. And I think you've absolutely done that with, with Name Glow and um, in your career
0: as an actress. Yeah, so. and I think everybody has that moment of like, can I really do this? Am I going to really do this? And I do think there's this element of leaping often. I had to take the leap of like, let's make a movie with Jake. And we leapt into it because we didn't know what was the other side. I feel like now I know a lot about producing that I'm like, oh, we're never going to make a feature. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a lot of money to raise. That's not going to happen. How are we going to do with the tax credit? But I didn't know any of those things then. And that was kind of starting Name Glow as well. Like, yeah, we'll just do a little side business. And I was like, oh, we need an office. Oh, we need people to work here with us. And so it was always sort of changing. So kind of being ready to leap is the, the thing you have to – you have to do the leap or then you're not going to go to the next step.
1: I absolutely agree. You have to take a leap of faith in life if you want to uh, reap – the reward yeah so uh that's something that all entrepreneurs have to do uh and i certainly agree that ignorance is bliss yep (laughs) uh the less you know the less scared you'll be to actually move forward and start Mm -hmm. um so authenticity you know as i'm sitting here with you i i truly get a sense of you know how um authentic you are and how you really stand for um you know positivity how do you say uh, that has impacted how you uh, run name
0: flow? Yeah. I mean, we really like to tell the client the bottom line. So there's often a time where I could tell that a client wants something that either we can't deliver on or they're not going to be happy with it because of this, that, and the other. For instance, this is a really bad example. A lot of times people want something that's battery powered. Unfortunately, Neon, it's electric. It yes, does need an yes. outlet. But there is an element. There is a battery that you could use, but the battery has to be charged. But like they're not thinking about this. I think other people would sell them the battery and be like, good luck to you. Yeah. I would rather get on the phone and be like, hey, I know what you're looking for. You're looking to have a battery. You're looking to have no outlet. You don't have a way to get electricity there. Why this is not going to work is because this, that, and the other. But let's come up with a solution together. And I think people – I hear all the time either whether it's me or my coworkers talking to people. They're like, thanks for explaining that to me. That feels really nice. We're not interested necessarily on like closing the sale. It's to make this experience enjoyable and to really have somebody have success on the other line. So that means sometimes we have to pick up the phone and have a conversation that might take a little bit more time than we really haven't – the room for, but because of that, I think at the end of the day, you're going to have a happier client that trusts us because we're going to walk you through it in the responsible way rather than just necessarily sell you something and hope it gets there to you okay. What is the solution to that if there's no um- – I'll be honest with you guys. Neon needs a It needs an outlet. Um, It just does. There are ways to do battery charges. Battery would be for like a smaller piece Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the sense that it stands on a table or it's not that big. But when you're looking for a big powered piece, like there are cords that come with it. You can have it hardwired by an electrician and we work with them all the time. But there is this element. There's not like magic cords. I don't have a magic solution for that. It's like having a lamp and being like, I don't want it to plug in. Do you help with the installation? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are professional installers. And then we also work with electricians side by side if there's going to be a hardwired scenario or a dimmer placed. They can be dimmed.
1: <laughs> was there anything that surprised you as you've been running your business that you just did not expect? And I know running a business, there are so many things that come up that you don't I mean, expect. So what every... has been the most surprising moment? Um,
0: The most surprising moment was that sort of other people buying into what we were doing and being like, oh, this is cool. I should tell this person yes, about it. Yes, That was surprising to me. I was hoping that would happen, but it was certainly a surprise as it started to happen. And it's always amazing to me when people hear about us from something that I had no idea was going on. Like if a huge company reaches out, I'm like, how did you – we're always like, how did you hear about it? You know, we still have like, you picked us. We still have that feeling.
1: Is there a particular moment
0: that you're most proud of? Mm, well, we did – I mean, this was a while ago, but kind of our big like coming out party, we – Uh, had a big sort of wall at the Brooklyn Flea. um, And that was a huge moment where like everyone got – we created this. It was like before moss hedge walls were like the thing. Um, My partner, Lena, created this beautiful design. We covered like this corner of the Brooklyn Flea outside in all this moss. We hung all of our pieces. And people – you could tell everyone was gravitated to this corner of Brooklyn Flea because it looked so different than everywhere else. And that was the moment that I kind of got to stand back and – People see what we've been working towards. We've had a lot of those moments since, but that was the first time that friends and family were like, oh my God, this is you? Because when you walked into the flea, everyone was kind of in this particular corner looking at our work, and that was really amazing. That's awesome.
1: Do you have a lot of these neon signs in
0: your home? It's funny. I would imagine your home to just
1: be full neon. neon.
0: (laughs) Um, We actually, we're doing a kind of a new sort of spin on neon for my daughter's room, and it has yet to be installed, but it's pretty amazing. Uh, It's a dry erase board that has neon on it, and so, it it sounds so crazy, but uh, there's an element where she can write on it. Uh, She's 15 months old, so I don't think she's doing that anytime soon, but the idea is that she, it looks like a big piece of loose leaf and it has like a mantra to her and she can write on it, whether it's her homework or whatever it's going to be, Um, she can use it to like actually doodle on it. So, I love
1: that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. me too. Uh, what's coming up next? What would you say is the future of, of Name Glow?
0: Well, in the like, very near future, we are um collaborating with uh an artist by Robin Blair. She does these incredible... Oh, camp-
1: yes. I actually just met her. You did. Um
0: I think it was like two
1: weeks ago. She's amazing. At a-
0: restaurant oh you did so we are collaborating with her and we're doing a capsule collection that is going to be um premiering at the affordable art fair uh in march very soon so we're doing about seven to eight pieces and they're really spectacular so we're excited about that that's coming out into the ether and the future of name we have um specifically we are doing these uh led books i don't know how else to kind of we're calling like it's a capsule collection as well and it's a way for you to kind of commemorate either a book that you love or a, a cd that you i don't even know if people use cds anymore a record that you love and so it's a different it's illuminated from inside so it's kind of this really sort of cool moment um of a light box that we're going to be debuting as well and then growing our team bringing more people in. we have like a Big office now on the Lower East Side. And so filling those desks, that feels like the future of it right now. What's your hiring process? Um, Everyone that we've hired has kind of been brought in so far into the fold, whether a friend being like, this person would fit your team. uh, But we are – going to hopefully have some summer interns so that will be kind of a way to get their foot in the door. And we're looking for people who are excited to grow with us. It's certainly not a nine to five clock in, clock out sort of job. We're we're hoping to be part of something bigger. And a startup definitely has a little bit of Elbow grease that you oh, need yeah. to put in there. Um, so looking for people that kind of really are buying into the the vision of it and want to see it grow. Every, like every voice is very needed at Name Glow right now. It's not like me and Lena set the tone and then everyone – they're not cogs in the wheel at all.
1: Do you have any unique interview
0: questions? No. I would say a lot – this is where me and Lena are different. She has a lot of questions and mine's a lot of like vibe. Is this person going to work with us? Is this person going to fit the – Is you have – To work with us right now, you kind of have to – there's no job that can be beneath you and there's no job that can be above Mm -hmm. your pay grade either. So we're looking for people that are ready to kind of roll up their sleeves and be like, what's going to happen today? And so far we've been very lucky to find that.
1: Oh, that's so great. What's your creative process? In which way? When you're developing new concepts, new types of
0: products. Yeah. Sometimes we look at things – like we look at things that we'd want and be Mm -hmm. like, oh, because Name Glow started because I wanted a neon. And I was like, this is what we want. And then there was the idea of like we need something that's a cheaper option. And so we started with LED neon. And then we were like, but what if you don't want that and you need something that does this? And now we're coming up with these light boxes. So we're always kind of thinking of – we're trying to think of what our consumer will need and what they'll mm-hmm. need next. Um, so whether that mean ways to to make it more accessible or affordable, our rental line started because of that. So we're always trying to think of the client's needs ahead of time and create that into the business plan.
1: I did see that on your on your
0: website. Rentals is yeah. that a big part of your business? It's a huge. I mean, weddings are a huge part. I will say a huge part. Um, and a lot of the times they do go with rentals because they don't necessarily want to invest in a piece that says. Let's dance and what mm-hmm. are they going to do with it afterwards. Yeah, so yeah. that's why you come to us for rentals. But um, we have these really amazing – I think they're amazing – table numbers that light up. Um, so it's a different, a new spin on table numbers as well. But uh, we've j- but done a lot of centerpieces as well. So th- that's kind of always changing. We work with a lot of wedding planners and then brides and grooms themselves uh, as well. And uh, what would you say is your biggest goal in the upcoming year? I think to – even get better at what we do, um, I think to grow our team even more, and I think to push the boundaries. That's what we're hoping to do. Uh, what is Is there a specific role you're hiring for right now? Uh, not right now. I think eventually we're going to need more people on the sales and production front, a hundred percent. Hopefully. I hope that's my pro- – that's a champagne problem to have, but I hope I have it. <laughs> you will have it. Um, and then in, just in
1: terms of the logistics, because uh, this type of business is is certainly very unique and I wouldn't even know where to begin. Um, you must know so much about lighting. I and- now do.
0: Yeah, I do. You <laughs> must be an expert. <laughs> I'm, an ec- I don't, I'm an expert. on. I know a lot about lighting stuff, information that I never thought I would know.
1: How is this getting made? How
0: does neon get made? How do
1: your signs get made? Are you partnering with other
0: manufacturers or – No, we do, all, we do the bending in New York. Oh, wow. Yeah. Neon shipping brings up a different uh, logistical issue. Yes. Um, neon is really delicate. It's glass. It's filled with gas. It can be shipped. It can be pricey to ship because you have to build usually a custom crate. It should be freighted. There's, there's different things that come into play, so sometimes when they're – Uh, Outside states, we do work with a manufacturer or a bender in that area that we all now know. Um, But then we also have our LED neons that we can ship from New York because they're much more durable. So that's a great solution sometimes to people who want to bring it to Dubai. (laughs) You're shipping to Dubai. We Uh, have shipped to Dubai. That is true.
1: (laughs) uh, Neon is – Literally now everywhere. How much of a role do you think uh, Name Glow has played in this trend?
0: I mean, I'd like to say, you know, definitely we are small. I totally appreciate – I understand that. I do think that we have played a role in that. When we began Name Glow, Neon still existed. It's not like – we didn't discover Neon. It was there. I think we started – We started to help with the trend of bringing it to make it more accessible and bring it into interior spaces or your apartment or your home, places that you wouldn't typically see it. We all saw it in bars and that was totally a scenario and restaurants, but people hadn't thought about it necessarily on a bigger scale of bringing it into their home. And I do think that we – help to start that trend along with other people for sure, not taking full credit for that. I think one thing about Name Glow that's interesting is we're not necessarily trying to chase trends. We're looking to set them um, and not even trends so much but things that are long-lasting and we are looking to kind of create new things before other people know about them rather than be like, oh, now, okay, they're doing that now. So yeah, we'll start doing that too. Oh, they're doing weddings. We'll start doing weddings too. We are looking kind of to set the trends within Um, and I think that's – we like to think really big, bigger than necessarily – you always, we always should uh, as a small company. But I do believe that's kind of been what our success is. I think if we stayed in the confines of exactly what we do, we would never grow. So I think we kind of shoot for the stars. I kind of think of us as like, uh, you know, think about Spider Man. He has his web and he like springs it across the street or however <laughs> he does his web, and then he has to climb to it. I think we do that a lot in Name Glow. Like, th- let's shoot for the stars. This is the goal. How do we get it? A lot of manifestation happens. That's how you make things
1: happen. You have to just put into the universe and then work really hard to
0: Work, yeah. It. Putting into the universe is step one and then working really hard yeah, to do it. Yeah, working really hard. I think every <laughs> – you know, I, I think if people saw what goes on – it looks really glamorous from – you know, when I say like, oh, I can own a neon studio. Everyone's like, oh my god, so cool, so fun. I don't think they realize like the hours and hours that go – into it also expanding your team it's a really great thing to do it's also challenging because you've been working with a two-person team doing it your way for a while and then bringing in new people how they work their ideas listening to that 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 that's a challenge within itself just bringing more people in
1: absolutely up next finding balance and getting past tough moments
2: plus a brainstorm A common theme from all of the guests we've interviewed on our podcast so far is that they've all relied on support from other women through groups. So we decided to start an Entrepreneurista Facebook group. Head on over to Facebook and search Entrepreneuristas. We really wanted to create a community for entrepreneurs to connect, share ideas, help each other solve problems, and learn from all of our collective experiences. If you join the group, it's really a safe space to talk about being an entrepreneur, sharing your wins, asking for help when needed, It's going to be an exciting 2019, and we can't wait to meet you so we can learn and grow together. You can connect with us at socialflyny.com and follow us on Instagram at entreprenistas. Check out all our latest episodes at entreprenistapodcast.com.
1: So something that Stephanie and I like to do with all of our guests is what we call surprise and delight, and it's actually something that we always recommend to our clients to do on their social media channels.
0: Oh, I, uh, I, I love all the advice about social media I can take. <laughs> Tell me. So we actually took a look at your
1: Instagram account. You and did have some surprises for you. Uh, check your Entrepreneista bag right uh, near your seat. Oh my god, this
0: is so fun! <laughs> oh, oh my god, you have exactly what I needed. <laughs> This, can I tell everyone what Yes, is? Okay. yes, please. It's literally a bag filled with Aquaphor, and what you all need to know is before we started recording the podcast, they were like, take a seat, and I was like, hold on, I need to get my Aquaphor, because it always has to be on me, and I didn't realize that you already gave me a full bag of Aquaphor. I've never seen it this big. <laughs> oh my God, this is Surprise. So <laughs> I've never seen this size either. They have Aquaphor <gasps> sizes I've never seen. Guys, wow. <sighs> Come on this podcast, because you're going to get swag. That you've never seen before. This is amazing. Big – Well, well, I, I'm glad you enjoy it. And I need Aquaphor like to it. sponsor me, is honestly <laughs> what I need. You definitely do. I've never, tell me about this obsession. It's of It's really bad. It's like not, I mean, uh, granted, if this is my vice, then like so be it. I am addicted to Aquaphor in a way that's not normal. I will, if I am sitting down for dinner with my husband and I realize that I, I brought like a different purse and I don't have Aquaphor with me, I will have to leave the dinner to get it from like a Dwayne Reed. It's that bad. And so what, now I have this perfect, humongous swag bag with and it. And forgive me because I do not know much about Aquaphor. What? But How do you live? <laughs> do you not use ChapStick? I do. I Which do. do you use? I'm like,
1: using – what am I using right now? Um,
0: Carmex. Okay. No. Okay. I'm going to – I feel like I'm, I'm being teach, judged right I mean, now. You are being You're being judged heavily. Aquaphor is – All right. I'm going to use Aquaphor. It's the most incredible product ever. I do think once you start, you can't stop. It's a little bit of a gateway drug. Um, and that's why. But I you're only look. using it on your lips, not your body. I'm not a body person, but I'm going to go through these in a way that's going to – my husband's going to be thrilled to see this. Now my daughter's h- h- hooked an aquaphor. It's a really aquaphor house. We're fiends. Oh, my goodness. Well, that – Oh, my God. I love this surprise and delight. This is
2: my favorite thing.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I've truly never seen this size. This is a jumbo aquaphor. I don't know where where we found that size, but I'm going to find out. Like the lip repair. Honestly, I don't love the lip repair. I prefer the t- – traditional recipe, but I know that my husband likes this one. Oh, okay. This one is the SPF. Oh, wow. Thank you, guys. Perfect. Really. Thank Are you, you going anywhere anytime soon? Um, Am I going anywhere? Yeah. I'm going to a lot of places. Going to Jamaica with my entire family. Oh, well, that'll Lip come pear. in handy. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, well, let Thank you.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, well, I'm glad you love it. Love. Um, we talked before about how, you know, managing – as great as growing a team is, yes, managing a team can be challenging. Yeah. What do you think has been the biggest
0: Well, one thing challenges? is like accepting yourself as the manager. I think, you know, when you've um, worked for people before, like you're kind of like, you're like, you're following someone else's kind of orders and not orders necessarily, but their vision for a company yes, and you're there yes. to like make that come true. Yes. But then when you're that person, it's a very weird role to step into because you're like, oh my God, I have to tell people what to do today. You know, like, oh, I like, don't oh, get it done. And I think my management style has always been in everything. Like, you be good to me. I'll be good to you. I do yes. believe that, like, it all comes out in the wash somehow. And I want the people that come to Name Glow to sort of have that sort of feeling rather than we all need to get this done today. How you do it and how you manage your time, I'm not as interested in as long as this stuff gets done. And that's, that's kind of what we believe. I, I certainly don't want to micromanage anyone and be like, and now what are you doing? And now what are you yeah. doing? Just like, yeah. this is what we have to get done. So let's make it happen all together. And we do lean on each other in a very big way. So if you're having trouble with something or if I need your help with something, I need to be able to call on you and be like, hey, I need you to do this right now. What, and it could be the biggest job in the world and it could also be like the smallest job in the world as well. Does your business partner have a different management style she than you? She definitely has <sighs> a different management style. We just work very differently. Um, also, my day is filled – You know, she's at Name Glow all the time at our headquarters. Headquarters, that that word sounds – is there another – our our offices. Headquarters (laughs) may sound like we're some conglomerate somewhere. We're not. But she's there all the time. So she's kind of seeing everything happen in real time. I sometimes – I'm waking up. I'm taking my daughter here. I have an audition. I'm going back to the – I have a call with a client. I'm doing a site visit. So I'm bouncing around a little bit more. So she definitely needs to have like the feet on the ground to be like, this needs to get done Where I can have like these bigger sort of – visions out there. Um, But we work with each other really, really well. Like sometimes when I'm feeling stressed or she's feeling stressed, I think us getting on the phone and being like, hey, oh, wow, that sounds like it was a stressful day. Oh, that sounds that way. So even just hearing that from somebody is somehow so helpful. So we try to do that with our staff as well. If they're having a hard time be like, okay, let's take a breath. Yes. Let's figure it out together. That does help to just kind of go back to square one for a second. De- with five people, is there a reporting
1: structure? Do some of them report to you? Some yes, of them report Yes, exactly. To
0: yeah, I work with like – um, sales, social media. She's kind of the the production side is reporting to her, and then we all have two weekly check ins at the top of the week and the end of the week just to make sure that we are staying on goal. That is important. That will obviously change as more people get brought into the fold, but we check in with each other at the top. I mean, every day, but at the top of the week and at the end of the week to make sure we did what we said we were going to need to do at the top of the week. And if we didn't do it, why didn't we do it, and how can we? Help benefit that just so that there's, you know, we're account- We really all need to be accountable for things, especially in a small company. Because if something goes, we're all very much part of the success. So when something gets dropped, that affects us all.
1: Was there a, a period or was there a situation where someone didn't do what they were supposed to do? And how did you handle it? I
0: mean, we all have that sort of, I mean, to save someone, we all have that moment. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll get that done today. And yeah. everything, you know, it's, it's al- always changing. It's always changing. Yeah. Like, it, for instance, we have like a, a news section of our website where we like to update like, the cool things that we're working on. And that always gets – that does often get thrown by the wayside because like we're actually working on the thing. So we can't write about how we're working on the thing right now. But then when you think about it bigger – in a bigger picture, like those news sections are really important so that when yes. a potential client comes, they could be like, oh, they haven't done anything since August of yes. 2018. Like what have they been doing? So you know, they're all – the thing that's been helpful for us is to be like, hey, Monday at 3 o'clock, we are all doing this. No matter where you are, we are doing this. You're not responding to emails. We're not answering our phone. We're doing this. And that's sometimes what we need to do to get it done. What other management
1: tips do you have for someone who is just starting to grow their team?
0: Yeah. um, Well, I would love to take management tips from other people. So (laughs) send them over. But though I think treating people with kindness is a really big thing. I think – we really believe that everyone who's at name glow is important and it's not like oh just get service this so we can do bigger things we uh, we want to bring people in who are like part of the process and believe in the vision rather than just are kind of like making the vision mm-hmm. happen um so i think listening to people is huge and i do think check-ins are uh, being available mm-hmm. find me i might not be there physically but yes. you can always reach me is kind of been really Helpful with our team, I think. Something that we were advised in the early days was to establish company values. We do have company values. That's a huge thing. Um, And we always look – no matter what we're doing, are we kind of – are we succeeding on these company values? What are your company values? We have a bunch. Being accessible is um, being reliable. Um, Those are like the two things that really – and being uh, intuitive though. Or What's the word? Lena's going to kill me that I forgot the word. Like – Seeing forward. Um, what's that word? Forward thinking. Sure. Let's innova- call it that. Inno- it's inno- innova-
1: innovation. It's, it's, innovation. <laughs> it's early,
0: everyone. It's innovation. It's not that early. <laughs> I've been up since 630. Innovation. Early That's what it is. <laughs> innovation.
1: Well, you definitely have a very innovative company. Thank you. Um, and- Running a business is very, very hard, as we talked about no. before. Too, um, <laughs> a lot of people don't realize, you know, how long the days are, how many hours you have to put in, and it's constant. So, was there ever a period of time where you just didn't think you could continue? There was like no more energy left Often, in you. I still have those moments.
0: If I'm being pretty honest, how do you keep going? Take a deep breath. You have a cup of coffee, you have a glass of wine, you hang out with your family, you call a friend, and then you kind of regroup. When I'm having those moments, I think it's also like – I I think it's true in parenting too. Like there might be a moment where you're like, oh my god, what am I going to do with this person? And those moments you kind of have to step away and see the bigger picture and then kind of revisit it. You need to take a break. And I do that when those moments happen. And they happen all the time. I think I wear a lot of hats. I – juggle a bunch of different things. Sometimes I feel like I'm not, I want to do all the things amazingly well. And sometimes that's just not the case. And just taking a moment to get back to who I am, what I believe in helps me kind of find my way and be like, okay, I could do that. When I'm feeling those particularly stressful moments, that's why it's so amazing that I have a co-founder who Mm -hmm. I can call and be like, hey, I'm having a rough day and she does the same for me. And sometimes just like- Having that moment of saying it out loud helps me kind of find my way to be like, I can do this. We can figure this out. Aside from your co-founder, who else is part of your supports um, team? Um, I mean, my husband, obviously, uh, is a huge part. I think he deals with a lot of my neuroses and my anxiety. (laughs) So he's a wonderful, wonderful man. My family, my mom and dad have always been like huge, huge uh, supporters of whatever I wanted to do, which I think was kind of great to think big. They taught me to think big. They also taught me to work hard. Um, And so those are values that I hope that I can pass on to my daughter and my friends. I mean, I do believe – I work a lot in comedy. I do believe that laughter is the key for everything. And I I really believe that, not just like in a – I say laughter is important. I really believe that if you can find the funny, you can find your way out of anything. So we always try to find the funny.
1: Yeah, that's what Stephanie and I do. You know, even in the hardest moments, we just find the, find the humor. It's,
0: it's, you it's, just have to laugh. You have to laugh. I, I mean, in sickness and and everything, you I, I do believe that finding the funny gets you through like the toughest moments.
1: Something we also like to do is a brainstorm with our guests. Okay. Uh, so we'll put 60 seconds on the clock, and if there's anything in particular that you, you know, would want to pick my brain about or talk about, we'll put 60 seconds on the clock, and I'll just shoot out ideas.
0: Oh, my God. I love this. Okay. is it start? the clock start now? Clock starts now. All right. Let's talk social media for okay. a second. So I – I feel like stories are a huge part of it. Do you think it's important for a company to have like a brand – to have like a person that feels like the identity of it or is it – I can't tell how much of me because I am an actor – and I do do a lot of comedy. Do I bring that to the company? Do I not? What
1: I would recommend that you absolutely bring that to the company. Yeah. Um, just meeting you now, you have such an amazing personality, and we Keep find <laughs> we find that uh, companies who have uh, a face to the brand yeah. typically perform well on specifically so Instagram, Instagram stories and, and Instagram because it makes that brand relatable. There's a personality behind it, Got it. and uh, and it also allows you to connect with your audience and your uh, customers. Okay. Um, and the capabilities on Instagram Stories are great because now you can do Q and A's and you can get to know your audience that way. You can poll your audience, pull the audience, yes, That's good. That's and you good. can see what they're looking for. How what many? They I'm like. going
0: to cut you off because I need only have sixty seconds. How many posts a week do you think? Uh, on on
1: Instagram, the feed I would do it one a day. Okay, and then on stories, you know, kind of seven seven at. frames is typically uh, a good story length. Okay. But yeah, you could do them all day, every day. What I love about them is they don't have to be so perfect like right. the Instagram feed yeah, does. You don't have don't to worry it be about it. You know, is the
0: grid important? The grid
1: is important. Depending upon your brand, okay. so um, you have a very creative brand. So, my grid's so I, I would say yes, it's very, very important. But you know, most people aren't just staring at your grid. You right. know, they see one off the posts post. when you post it if they're following you. Okay. So um, you know, really, that's more important is the content that you're posting every day yeah, resonating with the people that that uh, are following you. Okay, But new people who are just discovering your account will take a look at your grid because, because they will be going legit. to your profile and they will, it is an opportunity for you as a brand to, to make a big statement. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. And uh, something else I, I want to talk to you about is balance. So <laughs> sure. So <laughs> how do you balance it
0: all? You're a new mom. Oh, you have- I balance it terribly. Um, I don't know if anyone's supposed to say that on these things, but it's not always it's great. It's the truth. It's the truth. It's a lot. I feel – I said before I always kind of feel like I'm operating at a really high anxiety level. Um, I feel like there's not enough hours in the day, but um, – the thing that's really imp- – I know this is going to sound so crazy. The thing that's really important to me, particularly as a new mom, is mealtime with my daughter. Food is like very imp- – laughter and food are probably my top values in life. Uh, so being there to have – experience a meal with her feels really, really important. I don't care what meal it is, but it's important that I have that with her. Um, and it always feels like a touchstone or a cornerstone of our parenting to be like, we sit around, we eat something, whatever it be, and breaking bread in some sort of way. Um, and then other than that, every day is changing. I find lists are really helpful for me. Um, I don't always tackle the list. Actually, yesterday I had a list of 10 and I did one of the 10 things. So that was really helpful because a thousand other um, things came up. But I'm sure up. it feels good to just cross it oh off. Oh, my God. I love – even if it's something like get a stamp. It feels very <laughs> successful. I'm like, oh, I got the stamp. I can cross that off. Yeah, you got to um, celebrate all the little You got to celebrate the little, vict- little victory. So – Lists are really important to me and kind of having a general schedule of the day. I know that the day is going to change depending on what phone calls come Mm -hmm. and what inquiries come. But having some sort of like, oh, from 2 to 4, I'm doing this. From blah, 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 I'm doing this. Today, I'm with my daughter all day. So it's very much – I do experience with – at least with child rearing that it does take a village. I have a really amazing village. Uh, My in-laws and my parents are all here. Um, Our siblings a lot of them are here as well. So, like my That's dad great. is watching her for an hour, and then I'm going to come and take her to this and you kind of, uh, you know, you, I, I do want my daughter to be the type of person that can hang out with all different type of people. So I bring her, I bring her around to bring her to the office. I don't bring her to the office because, like, it's glass and, like, yeah. I don't know, She's, like, 15 Babies old, and glass. eventually oh, I will. Mix well together. Yeah. And, and I also, like, I, I do find I am not the kind of parent that can get stuff done when she's around, unfortunately. There are people that are like, oh, she'll play over there and I'll type over here, but I won't do that. So I need her to be, like, for that moment, out of sight, out of mind. And what time do you wake up in the morning typically? I wake up around 6, 630. And what's the first thing you do when you get up? Um, First thing to do is – I and my husband have a like, – but we – a lot of the times we'll just like have a moment in bed for quietly. We'll t- sometimes take out our phone, check. I hate that, but we do it. And then it's get our daughter and we both spend time with her in the morning, whether that means she's having her milk and we're kind of just sitting mm. there. And then my favorite thing to do with her is take her to get coffee. I don't have a coffee machine at home. I actually like to go get coffee. I probably spend entirely too much money doing I it. I say
1: the same thing too. I it's love my the activity. whole experience Me too. Of I like going, going to get my coffee. coffee. My
0: barista, the whole thing. When you make it yourself, it's just not the same. I don't even have a co- – I don't even have a I- – if someone told me to make coffee, I wouldn't know how to do it. Me too. So I get an iced Americano, come rain or come shine, snow, sleet in the morning. She comes with me. She knows the whole coffee shop. and She knows everyone's name. She knows the whole thing. And so that's what we do. That's like our routine in the morning. And then checking my emails before, like, my blood pressure rises when I'm like, "I kind of I have all this to do. <laughs> okay. And then you go about your day. You're running around. And then what time do you typically go to bed? Um, I like to get into bed early. I have a lot of sleep anxiety. Uh, I have a, I've said anxiety 12,000 times. Um, I have a lot of sleep anxiety. I'm the kind of person that watches the clock. And I'm like, oh, I'm not sleeping yet. I'm not sleeping yet. So I like to get into bed with enough time yes. to feel like I have, like, this wide berth to before I fall yeah. asleep. And we usually right now we're watching – we watch The Office – 10 times and we're watching it again because it's kind of a really great like thing to fall asleep to for us at this point we've seen the episode so many times it's like white noise and something we always like to ask is what does it mean to be an entrepreneurista?" Ah, uh, what does it mean to be an entrepreneurista? i think it means um believing in your vision setting forth to do it not second guessing yourself and pushing forward i think um i always like like to think that we all have the same amount of hours in the day. How do we use those hours to propel our vision is the most important. It's always helpful for me to remember that there's – in a competitive way, there's 10 people behind me who are looking to do this as well. So if I'm feeling sorry for myself and getting stuck in my own head, they're moving forward. So I got to kind of propel forward and get out of my own way. I think we all have to get out of our own way.
1: I agree with you. It's a waste of time to be thinking anything negative. Someone once move forward.
0: told me – The greatest quote somebody once told me is, don't look sideways, look forward. And I always try to think about that. So I try not to look sideways to be like, oh, they're doing that now and they're doing that now and just keep them marching on my path.
1: Love that, love um, that. So
0: you surprised me with this aqua force wax. So thank you so much. So I want to surprise something with you and your listeners. We love to give ten um, percent off to anybody who is looking to glow with us. Uh, all they do have to do is mention entrepreneuristas when they write in, and the ten percent is theirs. And this offer is good until May first, two thousand nineteen. So I hope people come find us. Thank you, thank you. Well entrepreneurs all over the world need these signs in their office. They do. They need these pieces. They need everything.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: How can everyone find you and follow you? Yeah. So our Instagram is nameglow. Uh, that's glow without a W. So it's N-A-M-E-G-L-O. Um, and that's where you can find what we're going on, what we're doing. And uh, then my personal Instagram. I don't know if you want to see videos of my daughter, but that's what's happening there. Well, you're going to start building your personal brand. I am going to start building my so personal brand.
1: Let's, let's let everyone follow sure, me. Uh, it's
0: be. at <laughs> SAS Goldie. S-A-S-G-O-L-D-I-E. And um, – that's just my personal, but there's I sometimes there's sometimes funny stuff that happens there. There's sometimes very boring stuff that happens. But the name go Instagrams very thrilling.
1: Yes, yes, it is. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you me for me. Uh, I'm Courtney, and this is the best business meeting I've ever had.
2: I love that. Thanks for listening.